So welcome to the Silent Minority Report podcast. This is the first episode and today, well first let me give a background on pretty much what this whole podcast and this channel and everything is going to be about. Um, so a little about, my, about myself, I'm a college student, um, I'm told about like, you know, not millennial but Generation Z. I won't get my exact age, but um, last year of college age level range. Pretty much, um, as far as my political views go, I'm more on the independent side. I used to be way more to the left um, throughout high school and growing up, but recently I've been pretty much in, uh, I don't want to say the middle, because like, I don't like both parties and think both have issues. Um, so I identify as independent. And I call it a silent minority report instead of like silent majority because, you know, I would see the silent, the, the phrase that was coined by Nixon back uh, in the late 60s of silent majority, majority was, you know, mostly conservatives um, who just didn't freely express their opinions on how they felt about certain issues. I just feel like I'm kind of in a minority with my opinions and not just because I'm, you know, I'm also just probably mentioned that I'm black as well. And, I don't want to say minority as in I'm a minority, like black people are minorities, but I just think my opinions in the minority on certain things, and I feel like a lot of people, well, not many people might agree, and that's why they're silent, and I'm just reporting how I feel, so that's how a silent minority report goes. Okay, so this episode is going to be something that's also kind of unpopular uh, to an extent. And that is uh, the Kyle Renhouse trial. And uh, basically, well, how I initially thought of the case and the verdict of in this point in time, uh, November 21st, 2021, he was, uh, Kyle Renhouse was found not guilty on all counts. Um, you know, the charges were first degree reckless homicide, first degree recklessly uh, endangering safety, First degree intentional homicide, attempted first degree intentional homicide, and possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. And another one, failure, and that one was dropped and or dismissed. And then the other one was failure to comply with an emergency order from state or local government, which was also dismissed. And he was uh, not guilty on all accounts. But um, let's dive into my initial thoughts on this whole thing and again uh, it's like I'm not a political um, you know I don't affiliate with any political party I'm more independent I don't have a side I want to say used to be super left never thought I would like even be you know agreeing with some pundits but I, I there are some points I agree with some parties and there are some points I could agree with another party but I don't like to choose a side I just like common sense okay so the Kyle Renhouse I initially was ready to get angry at this guy. I initially, you know, saw tweets. And, oh, by the way, I don't, you know, go on social media often. This is, like, the only outlet where I'm expressing myself through this podcast, which is another reason why I want to dive into it. But, um, yeah, I'm just all over the place in the first episode. <laughs> but um, I was ready to call Kyle all these names that celebrities call them, you know, uh, badger at him, say, what is all of this, like, attack him, do, you know, 
I thought he was some equivalent to like, uh, you know, I don't want to say white nationalist, but like some uh, homegrown terrorist that was just terrorizing everybody, you know, he saw, you know, at the protest. Um, well, I, if you want to call it at the time when he, you know, the shooting happened was a protest because it kind of got hectic around that time. I want really say that it was a protest during that point where the shooting happened because it started getting more reckless. But uh, to dive into, and I initially thought that until I, you know, did my own research, and I like to just, the good thing about staying out of social media and all these other uh, platforms or seeing news too much is you could kind of form your own opinion, you know, uh, before someone tells you what's going on through, like, Twitter or something, you could try to do your own research and, you know, see what's going on. So that's what I did. And basically, for those who aren't too aware, and I'm sure everyone is if they're listening to this, but just wanted to rehash it. Pretty much, this was all about the after aftermath of uh, the police shooting of uh, Jacob Blake. Um, and, um, you know, basically, Raquel Renhouse, uh, you know, he was 17 from um, Illinois at and Anish, I'm not saying that right, Illinois. But um, he, he wasn't from Kenosha, and this all happened in Kenosha. The protest for uh, Jacob Blake was in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And uh, Kyle uh, came down there to help aid in a, you know, a car dealership or car area while protect, trying to protect the business. And uh, he was a car dealership from being vandalized and trying to provide what he said was medical aid. Um, had he have, you know, just probably gone there without bringing the AR-15 and, uh, just gone for medical aid, maybe even get a less threatening looking gun, like maybe small handgun, 38, going over there, he probably, probably looked less suspicious, but he didn't go down there, what I think, what people are saying to the attention to kill, like, I saw so much things about this case. I don't really think that he came. Okay, so I see these people protesting. I'm about to get my AR-15, kill some protesters. Yeah, like I don't, I don't even know why he would want to like ruin his life that way. Like looking at uh, the previous, you know, I'm gonna get to the trial, but seeing what they had on a cell phone and what he was into, and like they went through all his messages and checked all the stuff he wanted to either be a fireman or police officer he wanted to help. I don't know if he would like throw all that away just to like start shooting some people at a protest but um yeah going back to what happened on that day he wanted to go to Kenosha which wasn't uh which was I think about 20 miles from him yeah like it wasn't far from me it was a mile from the border to uh, Wisconsin and he was like about like 20 to the area where the shooting took place and uh this like it blew up around the time where people start messing everything like rioting and protesting obviously is great you know but rioting can make the message get blurred and that's where the issues happens 
with people like Kyle or people and he by the way he wasn't the only person even there with a gun I saw videos of the people in the car dealership you know they had guns out so they looked kind of confrontational and people uh you know protesting you know they could some of them pretty fair they could get a little intimidating see all these people with their guns and stuff going on in the world it's like a lot of judging going on from all sides and that's just human nature people judge stuff going on but um basically there was just a whole uproar and the whole shooting happened when you know joseph rosenbaum you know he was unarmed he didn't have anything people like to talk about rosenbaum's past so he's a pedophile and all this like throw all of that out he kyle didn't know that nobody knew that i don't like where uh some people this is my critique on the right a lot of people on the right are trying to say oh rosenbaum was a pedophile you know he did sodomy to these boys that's terrible he's a that's terrible that he did that that's no one knew that at that time so i feel like that's kind of irrelevant to the case but um and i'm going to talk about the stuff that i don't like about what some people are saying on the left as well so you know don't get too upset from both sides but um basically you know there was a ch- chasing go on there was a Kyle Rosenbaum was really you know agitated with Kyle and coming up to Kyle were in house and i think it's never great when you see somebody with an AR15 and uh, some stuff i don't like about the left people are saying oh well this gives people a license to be vigilante and kill cuz you have your gun on the street you have the right to protect yourself if you feel like you're in a danger in endangerment you have that right it's the second amendment and you're free to bear arms and you know and i'm not some crazy lunatic person that thinks people should be carrying an ar15 everywhere single place they go but if you're going in that kind of environment and feel like you need to protect yourself should have been a smaller type of less threatening you know noticeably looking type of gun you know yes i would have probably got a less threatening gun if i was you know had a license to carry and all that stuff but you know he decided to bring the ar15 he said in the trial cuz it looked cool but and again I'm going to go deeper into the trial later but um so kind of fast forwarding uh you know according to this is according to wikipedia where I'm getting this source where the first shot came uh Joshua Zeminski fired a shot into the air causing uh when when Rosenbaum started chasing Kyle in house when all this was going on and after he was confronting Kyle and Kyle was running away from him and like I said it was not good to chase somebody with a gun and uh as Kyle was running away there was a shot that fired and uh that caused Kyle to turn towards Rosenbaum at that point so he's not running from Rosenbaum now he's at, coming towards Rosenbaum in a in a parking lot and uh Rosenbaum then comes at Kyle and uh he tries to take his rifle so Rosenbaum is coming at so Kyle's now charging towards Rosenbaum and um cuz he hears shots fired he's like oh these shooting who shooting maybe he's saying this i don't know if he's saying that i think that's how i would feel if i'm hearing shots fired and they, i'm the only person that i thought at that point you know as i'm running from the guy who had a gun um you know i would get a little on edge as well and uh rosenbaum throws bags at him before too but when he lunges or comes towards uh rosenbaum rosenbaum tries uh taking uh, his rifle 
and that's when um the shooting happened. That's when uh Rosen Bong, you know, is shot multiple times by uh, you know Kyle's AR-15 style rifle, and uh, Rosenbaum, you know, falls down, and you know, of course, he dies. Unfortunately, you know, I don't think anyone should have. This was a terrible situation. I don't think anyone should have died. But after that, Kyle is then uh, running away because as a crowd of people start chasing him, and you know, they're screaming all these names at him, and it's hectic. It's terrible. It's it's wild and. At some point, Kyle trips and falls to the ground, and he gets kicked in the head several times by a man named by Maurice Freeland, and he's kicked, and he's on the ground with his uh, AR-15, and um, he almost tries shooting again. Of course, no one gets shot at that point, but then um, while he's still on the ground, this um, resident of Silver Lake um, in Wisconsin, Anthony Huber, uh, strikes him in the head with a skateboard. And he tries to take Kyle's rifle again, or not again, cause, but child, Kyle's rifle is almost taken from him again. And that's when um, Kyle shoots uh, Anthony Huber, who is uh, shot once in the chest. And uh, that was a fatal shot because that killed him. And um, at this point, uh, Kyle, um, you know, he, he's getting getting up, you know, getting, you know, it's all hectic. I can't imagine what all this is like. You know, I see the video, but it's just like going through it yourself or patient you are in that shoes from all sides of this. It's just crazy. But then um, Gage Grosscourt, great Gage Grosscourt, hard name, Gage Grosscourt, uh, then approaches Kyle um, and uh, while um, pointing his handgun at Kyle Rinhouse. Um, and uh, then Kyle shoots him in the arm. And uh, the video is very graphic. You see the arm uh, shot, and it's, it's really bad. And, um, yep, uh, Kyle shoots him in the arm, then runs away. And uh, he runs away from the crowd. And, you know, he knows all this is going on. He sees police. He puts his hands up, and, you know, police go right past him. And it's all hectic going on, you know. Had Kyle been a black guy with an AR-15 and put his hands up, uh, people are saying police would have stopped. I don't know. It's all kind of hectic looking. Maybe they would have stopped for a different reason. Probably would have been like for a bad reason. Maybe, you know, it would have been like, what's going on? Because either way, Kyle's uh, trying to, you know, self-arrest himself. You know, he goes, um, you know, in the aftermath for all of this, of course, everyone from Congress to celebrities, LeBron James, uh, you know, AOC, all these people, calling him, uh, or people in the squad, too, in the Congress, calling him a white supremacist, you know, Joe Biden, the white supremacist, like, where is all this coming from? Like, yeah, I think it was crazy, but he shot white people, so I'm confused where the racism kind of comes in. I just feel like that's kind of, like, confusing to me. I don't get how people are calling him a white supremacist if he just shot white people. And I get into social media, it's TikTok, he put Blue Lives Matter. I know some black people, and I'm black myself, but I'm not saying I support the whole Blue Lives Matter thing. I don't, you know, affiliate with any of that stuff on all sides. But um, saying stuff like Blue Lives Matter, I've seen black people say stuff like that. I see people who I work with say stuff like that. You're not automatically some racist because you say Blue Lives Matter. Come on, this just, just does not make sense to me 
and um, he, you know, people he had he did the OK sign on a photo, and some people were saying the new OK sign means white supremacy symbol. Like what? Like this is just the crazy stuff that got me away from um. And people on the left are saying this, and not everyone on the left thinks this. Of course, I don't want to paint a broad brush with any, uh, you know, Republican or Democrat, but both extreme sides of the parties are trying to create something to what it is and it's just like I don't believe Kyle was a white supremacist people are gonna get all angry and you know say stuff but I saw the trial which takes me you know fast forward by the way this all started you know August 25th 2020 fast forward to the trial November 1st which ended uh two days ago November 19th 2021 you know, the trial has showed really everything that transpired and confirmed my beliefs even more. I would actually watch the trial, you know, on my phone. It's past time during work. I would follow up, you know, whatever I missed on the weekends and just watch. I was so interested in this trial. I don't know why. I was just so fascinated by it. Because I think it was the first time where I just really did not agree with what major news uh, channels were saying, what celebrities, sports athletes, you know, actors, uh, political figures that I used to support, what they were saying, like, I was so conflicted with this um, event, you know, and just people I knew personally, even including family, like, calling this guy, like, white supremacy, calling, comparing him to George Zimmerman, and by the way, uh, a trial that's ongoing, I'll probably make an episode about this with uh, Maude Arbery. It's another trial that I'm watching heavily on, and hopefully they're going to do closing arguments this Monday. Um, and, um, you know, hopefully those guys, three guys, would be guilty on what they did to him. But I feel like that should have been the trial most people should have focused on rather than trying to make something more of this trial, the Kyle Renhouse trial. And the prosecutor for this case was really bad. Like... There's a point where he's even pointing the AR-15 at some people rather stancing in the courtroom. And uh, I just don't feel he would talk about Rosenbaum, the, the like how he said the N-word, because Rosenbaum, there's a point where he drops the N-word. He doesn't, it's not the hard R N-word, but it's uh, the the one with that ends in an A. And it's, it's I don't think necessarily that means like Rosenbaum was trying to say call a black specific black person the um, n-word but um it was bad and the prosecutor at a point you know brought that up and I was like oh so he said the n-word like you know he said so he moved a burning trash can like I don't think the prosecutor was that was that great uh, Thomas Binger was his name the, prosecutor for he was a bad uh, prosecutor for that case I feel like it was really really not a helping you know the prosecution for this at all like I feel like if anything was making it way worse but um you know on the other hand you had Kyle Renhouse's um Kyle Renhouse's lawyer who um was really good and the defense was amazing for this uh mark richards was his name the lead defense attorney he 
was really great for this case. He uh, brought up, you know, how some people said Kyle was a white supremacist. They analyzed his entire phone's activity. I feel like Kyle is a scapegoat for all the rage that people feel about, whether you could say Trump, whether you could say the people who came in Charlottesville, uh, the people saying Jews would not replace us, you know, other races. I feel like everyone's trying to channel that into some scapegoat person. And I feel like that's Kyle. And I, I don't think that's fair. Kyle's 18 years old. And if we could all be empathetic and think about people, like that's not right. And, you know, deep down, that's not right. But, you know, this day and age in politics, people just don't care who they, and that goes to cancel culture. That goes with, you know, people doxing people. It goes with so many different things. And it's just like, it's not right. It's, it just doesn't make any sense to persecute this person for a scapegoat. And I feel like if you anyone really looks deep into the trial, they know that he's not a white supremacist. And how I feel about this case is that this was self-defense, you know? And that might sound like, oh my God, the ball dropped on people. Like, whoa, whoa what? I think it was. If someone's coming at you, hitting you when you're on the ground... Yeah, should he have not gone down there? I don't think he should have been down there at all. But at that take, where these people are attacking him, charging at him, it's never okay to chase somebody, especially with an AR-15. That's You don't do that. And the people hitting him with the skateboard. Yeah, some people could live from getting hit with the skateboard. Sometimes it could cause concussions. Sometimes it can lead to death. The point is... It's a huge crowd of people is coming at Kyle. He has an AR-15. You're trying to take his AR-15 away from him. How do you think that is going to end? Not good. And it didn't, unfortunately. And people are saying, you know, when the verdict happened uh, two days ago, there's protests. There's people saying oh, white supremacists, athletes saying America is racist, the justice is flawed. I'm really waiting for the Ahmaud Arbery and, you know, that would, you know, give me better faith in the justice system, how it goes. But I think this case, and Kamala Harris even said we have a lot of work to do. And I feel like none of these people really watched any of the trial. I feel like everyone everyone I talked to, I'm the only one who's watched it like from beginning to end. Well, and, you know, talk about it and bring up, you know, arguments about it. But everyone just wants to keep their opinions. And I'm not putting aside, I'm not saying this is the right or this is the left I'm just looking at this through a clear logical point of view this shouldn't even be a race trial or white supremacist trial he shot only white people <sighs> it's just uh, frustrating to think about but people are saying had Kyle been uh, you know black he would have not gotten away with this I don't even know if I want to say that's true and it's not specifically a judge making this and people saying the judge you know really hated the prosecutor in this case there were some moments where he was fair to the prosecutor you know i've seen the trial like there are moments where some of the questioning and the uh, defense attorney tried rebuttaling he would get mad at the defense attorney but the news news and articles just pick what they want to get the most looks and attention and most scandal so they don't bring that part of it up. And it's really frustrating because I used to really trust these sources a lot. 
but it's like now they're just trying to garner just for ratings and that was always the case but now they're just making it so obvious but um people are saying oh you know this could have never happened if it was a black person or that could have never happened you know um but you know people don't know about um in Vero Beach Florida you know Andrew Coffey the fourth who shot deputy officers who raided their home and he even shot his girlfriend he killed law enforcement basically on Friday and this was back in uh, 2017 it was during a no-knock warrant uh, SWAT raid, which are stupid. I hate. I think no-knock no-knock warrants are terrible. No-knock warrants are terrible, and you know those usually always end up terrible and bad. And it takes me back to Breonna Taylor situation. But um, Andrew Coffey the fourth, you know, he uh, shot at the you know deputies officers for self-defense. Even killed his 21-year-old girlfriend in the process. Uh, shot 10 times and actually she was probably in the it's pretty unclear different conflicting sources are saying that because it was a crossfire when he was shooting the officers it's not clear who really killed his girlfriend so kind of want to clear that but um pretty much he shot deputies and you know it was self-defense from his point of view he didn't know where these people were shooting this is almost exactly like Breonna Taylor's situation it reminds me about it, but he didn't know why they were coming to him, and he, you got to check it out, the article, different articles about the Andrew Coffey, the fourth uh, trial, you could just look that up, but um, he was found not guilty on all counts, you know, by the jury, he was a black man, and there's numerous other cases like this, too, where there's black men are shooting cops, or black men are shooting other people, and they're acquitted, and it's, uh, Something some people really don't want to hear, and are and obviously there are racist judges, there are racist people, there are racist jurors, but it's not every single one, and I think that's where people get confused. They think everybody, you have to have a side, you have to think all people are bad. It's like it doesn't have to be that way. It really does not. But uh. You talk about Timothy Simpkins back in Arlington, Texas, you know, he was a black teen shooter and at first it was the narrative was he was bullied and that's why he uh, shot a teen and a teacher in the process when really this wasn't really bully related, you know, and uh, Timothy, you know, he shot a student and he shot a teacher. He had one day in jail and won 75k, $75,000 bail and um, he was also his charges weren't even like any murder type of charge well the guy didn't get killed but it wasn't any like real type of charge against him and it's crazy because uh three people were wounded in this you know altercation and uh the 15 year old who was in the fight with Simpkins um was released in the hospital after several surgeries and you know the teacher was hospitalized for about a week and the media tried saying that this was, and I hate saying the media, because it's not like all media, but it's like, and it's like I sound like some like type of Trumper or some, you know, but majority of the news media were saying that this was, you know, bully kind of act, and sadly it wasn't. It was sadly like drug related, 
type of altercation that didn't work out and confronted in school grounds. And it was just, he faced three counts of um, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And, you know, he was not guilty of that. And that was Texas, guys, big old red Texas. And it's like, there are cases of this where, and people are saying, you know, Kyle, we run a house black woman. And we don't know. And that sounds kind of, so to most people might sound on the left, it might sound like, well, how good dare you say we don't know? The truth of the matter is we don't know, especially if there's videos showing that there are some instances where the system and the jurors work. Even in 2020, Derek Chauvin, who was guilty. So it's like, why can't we acknowledge the good that happens just as much how we acknowledge the bad stuff that happens. It's like we only want it to be negative news press. We only want to be mad at each other. And I just don't see why that is. And if anyone could please like explain why they feel like, you know, Kyle is a, you know, white supremacist, a racist, and all this different stuff. I really, really would be curious on knowing that, you know, you know, you could email me at silent silent minority report at gmail.com and it's just like please explain to me it's just like I, I don't understand but you know the verdict came and you know he's not guilty and people got to move on there was aftermath was there was protests there were people mad it's like I really feel like you guys don't know what you're protesting about I I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe maybe I'm not I don't know. I just I looked at this case so through and it's just so clear to me, but you know, people have different opinions and I respect everyone's opinion on, on this. I don't think anyone should be crucified for their opinion. This is just how I felt. And uh uh you know. Well, I think that is all to say with that case. And I can't wait to see what the Ahmaud Arbery, you know, results for that trial will be. And what else comes into the news with Kyle Renhouse? There are news, you know, I seen on the news that he might sue a lot of people for defamation of character because all these people are calling him a white supremacist without any valid proof of that. But we'll see. Thank you, everyone. That was the first episode of the Silent Minority Report podcast. Thank you, and uh, hopefully you. I wasn't, you know, too hectic. Hopefully both sides don't hate me too much. But this was um fun expressing my opinions because I don't have a Twitter, YouTube, and I'm probably gonna make more of that if this blows up. But um, yeah, thank you, and hope you liked it. Talk to you soon.